0: Uh, yo, f- yo, sorry, Fiesta. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, dog. Like, I'm Brady, dog. For the
1: city, for the squad. Guard, crazy, dog. Just like Brady, dog. Like, I'm Brady, dog. I'm the goat, rock like a show. to the Brady song. Who gon' get it done? Who gon' get it done?
0: For the city, for the squad. Welcome
2: to the first edition of the Yo Soy Fiesta podcast. I'm Jake, known as Pat's Nation on Instagram, and I am joined by three other fan pages.
1: Uh, I'm Grant. I'm Patriots Red Zone on Instagram.
3: Uh, I'm Ethan. I'm Gillette Nation.
2: I'm Jacob. I'm Pat's Discuss,
0: and we're gonna start this off by talking about what we're looking forward to in training camp. Like I'm personally wondering how it's gonna, how the receivers are gonna fold out. Cause like uh, we have like how many receivers now? We
1: always we have, have like 50 in training camp.
0: Yeah. And um, like Nikhil Harry, I think I'm kind of worried about him.
1: Well, he's but... like our number one now because with Edelman's, um with Edelman's like three weeks, I mean, obviously he'll be back for the season, but it's going to like open up the door for a lot of guys to come in. Like, especially the slot guys and the, uh, the, the punt returners. So like, Gunner and Braxton both get like major opportunities. So as far as receivers go, that's the number one thing I, I'm looking forward to I th- is seeing how the, how they turn out.
2: I think the one person where we know like what we're getting is Philip Dorsett. Yeah. I think that's the that's only true. person. Jake, you're pretty we, hyped
1: up about Inman though.
2: That's true. That's true. I, I think he can make the roster, but it's, it's going to be between him and Maurice Harris. I think.
0: I've had good, I've heard good thoughts about him too, I, from Colts fans. They say, yeah, he, I they say he's like a solid. Underrated he was pretty
2: guy. sweet with the Chargers.
3: Like, that's true. Yeah, no, he was he was nice with the Chargers, and then completely dipped out of out of existence in Chicago. <laughs> right. <laughs> and of
1: course, he's not coming here to be like the number two receiver. Like, he's speedy, quick. Get up, get up the field. Like, it's. It's one of the depth receivers that New England brings in every single year. Yeah. Um but then like guys like Nikhil are supposed to be the number number two, the number the number one. So as far as as far as he goes, what are y'all expecting from him?
2: Well, it's tough. It's honestly tough because he has he actually I mean, maybe not this year, but he has such a high ceiling. Mm. Yeah. So I think it. I think it's kind of unfair to be like, I expect, you know, 900 yards from this guy. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it is his first year. and It's not like you can pick up an NFL offense, especially the Patriots, just like that. But I, I do honestly expect him by the end of the season to be that number two guy. Yeah. But I feel like it is a little unfair to pin that on him. But that's what he was brought here to do.
3: I mean, like... For years, I've learned to just completely forget. Except that first round Patriots receivers aren't going to do well, so any any production that he gives is going to be is going to be a bonus from what we've gotten before, such as yeah, Boyce, like Dobson the only my awesome.
0: only my only worry is that I I think recently we heard I think Scott Zolak tweeted uh, that he's that he was struggling around like mandatory minicamp. I mean, which is normal. I mean, he is a he's rookie a receiver and. It's a, Patriots' uh, system is pretty complex, so I it's expected for him to struggle a little bit. But um, Zolak said that it's a little bit little red flag.
1: Yeah, I don't really have many worries about him because I'm not not many Patriots rookies do. I do worry about, especially if they're being drafted in the first round and they're a skill position. Like you know that Belichick has like some kind of like like foresight to him that we don't really see or don't really know. Like same with Sony Michelle. Like he's not he's not using a first round. His first time he's ever taken a receiver in the first round on some guy that may or may not pan out. That's a gamble pick. I feel like no matter how he does in mini camp or how he does in training camp, he should pan out because you just gotta believe in Belichick.
2: And I think they I love that they're challenging him early because I heard a lot through like OTA is that they were putting Gilmore on him. Yeah. And like I, I just love that that they, you know, they're they're challenging him early, and I I do agree, Grant. I do believe that Belichick really believes in him and sees something that obviously the the casual fan doesn't.
1: Yeah, especially for guys like well, AJ Brown was still on the board, like Nikhil Harry came out of kind of nowhere. Like if right, you, if you really believe in Nikhil Harry, that's when you take him at thirty-two. So
0: yeah, and uh, didn't didn't I hear that? Gilmore was shutting down Harry in like OTAs or like minicamp. Yeah, he flashed. I think he flashed in OTAs and then struggled in minicamp. Yeah, so if Gilmore can of... shut
1: you down, though, you're just everybody else in the league. That's so.
0: true. That's all. That's very true. What about like Braxton Barrios? Like, I I feel like he could really do something. I feel like this
1: team. is the make it or break it year for him. Like last year was supposed to be that year with like Edelman suspension being like, oh, this is the year he's going to the... make the roster. This is it.
0: Because we, and I then, mean, like, we drafted him last year
1: the door the door is so wide open
0: yeah and like get... i think i think he had like a shoulder injury or something something didn't look right he didn't look like right, right. himself
1: if if he's going to make the roster though it's going to be as a punter i feel like it's not going to yeah. be.
3: he won't be our receiver or whatever because it may be. right now we don't have a kick returner that's fully locked in at this point because right. we had Bruce, we had Bruce Ellington and he got released yeah. um Cordero I mean, Patterson McCourty, to the McC- bears
0: Oh McCourty, my God.
3: McCourty had experience maybe like seven years ago and he took one of the house against New York um, oh, I remember Chung maybe Um, I'd say Berrios is the most likely candidate at the moment what about Slater, um, um, yeah, that Slater, <laughs> Slater. he can run there. I think and kick returner in Madden um, but I'd say hot take right here Damien Harris becomes a kick returner just sort of like a Deion Lewis yeah doesn't Harris have speed? I assume so. I've heard. I've heard. That, I that, think Barrios has
2: wheels.
1: That's hot because Damien's kind of more like power back, but I still, I still like that.
2: Yeah. yeah. Do you, is it safe to say that Barrios is like the front runner to be the punt returner this year? Probably. I, yeah. yeah I when I mean, Edelman
3: comes back. A- when, when Edelman, Edelman being... comes back, he would be number two. Yeah, but they've put...
1: Even when when Amendola was on the team, even then they would try to like lessen the load on Edelman yeah. returning yeah. punts.
0: So like I th- so, yeah. they
1: always try to work around trying to have Edelman be the number one punt guy.
0: Yeah, they don't. I like, mean, they like to preserve him a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, for other sure. Other than
3: Edelman, other than Edelman and like Troy Brown in the early two thousands and Welker. The punt return when they try to switch it up doesn't really help as well because they had Chris Harper who blew the game oh, in Denver, <laughs> and then they had Cyrus that. Jones. Cyrus who, Jones, yeah. Sure, sure. First ballot gold, oh, gold jacket right there. <laughs> um, but I, I'd, I'd say the most promising rookie who's not getting all the hype is probably Chase Winovich with, yeah. um, with oh, the. Oh, Chase Winovich the fan favorite with the, the with with the the Thor hair and the uh, the depleted defensive line compared to last season. Um even though we had we got Bennett, I'd say Winovich is he's got the personality already as a rookie. Um yeah. is, and
2: I'd say I'd say he's he's probably the number one rookie to look forward to this year. Probably yeah. Right and he's a Michigan guy too and Brady obviously loves that. So Brady's <laughs> talking about well, that. Well I mean
3: yeah, Michigan is superior to Ohio State and um
2: it's not and, true. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. Don't oh, get me started oh, yeah. on that. We can go there some other time. <laughs> It'll be a different day. But oh. how, about, how about this? for? How, let's talk about Rex Burkhead hmm. because I think this is a big year coming up for him because hmm. obviously they drafted Harris and Sony. They have Sony and James White. Do they keep Rex Burkhead on the roster? I think so.
0: I, I don't
1: know. I think he's that surprise cut, or maybe not such a surprise, but he's the one that like gets released that we did see coming. There's so many running backs. On the I'd say this he's year. just
3: like he's just like Jacoby Brissett, who you think he'll keep as a depth piece, and then you trade him away for some random guy who will help you in the future.
0: True, because I mean he he is kind of injury prone, but the thing is, also I think Sony Michel can be kind of injury prone. At least has the potential to be, anyways, because he has, he's had a knee issue for how long now?
1: I mean, ever since, ever since he was in Georgia, he's had, he's had knee problems. Um, but our backfield has always been, uh, running back by committee. It's never been like one guy's backfield and everyone else assists to him. Right. So you, it's, it's not insane to carry like, four running backs. I I I imagine Bolden will make the roster too. Yeah, I don't a,
0: count Bolden. But as a
1: special teamer even though he's yeah. on the running back depth chart. Cuz
0: Cause like cause if, cause this is the second season in a row is going to start the season a little hurt. But it's an issue anyways. So if this becomes a regular thing, you just need you need at least depth. You don't you don't have Cordell Patterson to throw in the backfield cuz all your running backs are hurt. Yeah. Like he did last year. Because last year, Sony was hurt, then Burkhead was also hurt. So he just had White, and they threw Patterson back there.
1: Yeah. Uh, Damien Harris was an interesting pick. I, like, didn't see that one coming at all, but I also could... That could easily be just more depth and a, a different kind of running back that the backfield doesn't have, or it could mean that Burke heads on the way out. They're trying to phase him out, whatever it may be.
0: Yeah, but, I, right. that, I was surprised too, but it kind of makes sense because again, we had pe- we threw a receiver in as a running back because we had we were running out yeah. of people, so it made sense. But I was not expecting it.
2: Exactly. It was like at, when I when I first saw the pick, I'm like, why why are they taking a running back on day two? And then it's like over time, it's like the Sony news comes out that he's not completely ready, and then. The question about Rex Burkhead, and it's like the pick is starting to make more and more sense. And then if he has a great training camp on top of that, leading into the preseason, too, even, then the pick's really going to make sense, and people are going to see that Damian Harris can play. Because I don't know how much college football you guys watch, but Damian Harris can play. Definitely. Yes, he can.
0: And I, I don't watch college football, so I wouldn't know.
2: Oh, neither do I.
0: <laughs>
1: Alright, y'all wanna move on to Tyreek it though. You wanna move on to Tyreek?
0: Sure. Alright.
1: Alright. So Jake, you wrote a rant about Tyreek. You wanna rehash it?
2: I, I just it's it's more of a reflection on the NFL than anything. Sure. The the personal conduct policy is so pathetic. It's pathetic. It's it's a way that the NFL and I'm not I'm not doing the biased patriots thing where oh they're out to get us, but it's the the league can there's like loopholes in the personal conduct policy where, the, they still have the power to do anything they want with a player, and it's, it's just stupid. It, the fact that Tyree Kill got zero games is pathetic, absolutely pathetic, for real.
1: And the thing that is so annoying is that the reason for him not getting the games was they said there wasn't enough evidence. But like, when does that ever stop the NFL from suspending anybody? exactly I, tom brady with the the football oh, incident and... a few years back like there was there's more there's more evidence in a a tape of Tyree kill saying you should fear me too than there was for the entire deflate gate scandal that was the biggest um punishment that the league has ever handed
3: down so the deflate gate situation was the nfl the brady was completely innocent until the nfl got involved and, Right. Um, yeah, yeah. And so I mean, that. it just
1: shows the double standard the league has, and like Jake yeah. said, like it's 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 pretty easy for Patriots fans just be like, well, they're out to get us. But when you like line it up and you look at guys like Greg Hardy, got the same amount of games when it was clearly obvious that he was like assaulting. Like, there's all these, all these times that the there's there's no like, if you do this, you get this. There's there's nothing that does that, and they'll keep keep giving these guys second chances and second chances when. <clears throat>
3: It's just, you know, I don't remember this, but what happened with
2: Ray Rice? Did he just get banned from the league, or originally got uh, a two-week suspension, two-game suspension? See, I feel. I mean, like... then later
1: it came back. There was video. When when there's video, it's very hard for the NFL to do anything
2: that like, is... like. what happened
1: with Kareem? Yeah. Wait, like, see, Kareem had the video, so it was instant. What did he get? He got put on the commissioner' example as release, and now what he's he's eight games minimum. Oh my God.
3: Something like, like that.
1: So, like, when you have video, it makes it like pretty indisputable. When there's no video, there, you can work around like what who's getting suspended, who's not getting suspended.
0: True. Like, I feel like th- the Deflate Gate punishment was a little like over the top to like make to make owners happy because they didn't really punish them a lot for a Spy Gate.
1: Right, which you're making up for a making yeah. up for an old yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. Because a lot of owners were pissed off that they they didn't like lose really anything how much what was the punishment for it a was five?
1: it was like a couple it was like a 500
3: out $1, $1000 fine it's right? uh, so like Belichick, no draft picks those take, a suspension
1: think. so yeah. it was like a uh, $500,000 uh, fine which is the maximum allowed by the league and it's the uh, largest largest fine ever imposed on a coach
0: so i um, i feel like they they made that deflate gate punishment more just to make owners oh, have for
1: sure that's, that's right I, it was it's also because it became such a big deal
0: yeah it went to federal court and everything it would right, have,
3: right, it right. would have been a it would have been a complete embarrassment for the NFL if it was that whole ordeal and then they didn't suspend them. yeah so they felt like it, they needed to do something out of it
1: Right. It's like, it, it, I think it was like 2014, the Vikings were putting their footballs in like ovens, and they'd bring them out onto the field so then like in the Minnesota cold, the balls would like immediately deflate. And like, that was their way. It's like of what Atlanta it did. It. It's, like, it's like what and, Atlanta well, did. The, and, the NFL uh, sent Minnesota the stadium. a memo and was like, you can't do that. And that was like all that happened. And then you turn around that like about a year later, and then there's the heaviest fines sent down. It's like, they they just the Tyreek thing is just the next saga in the never-ending double standard that the NFL will hold against every team. It's, if you're, I, if you're like the Atlanta Falcons or the Jacksonville Jaguars, you no way are going to get the same, or the Chiefs even are not going to get the same treatment that the Patriots would, or exactly. any other team yeah. that wins, the Saints, the, mm-hmm. the the Steelers, the like all the teams that are the top-notch teams.
0: Steelers were actually, and I think, I'm, were caught with deflating. The
1: yeah, there was that like possible, like, deflation thing or whatever. But, yeah, it was, like, a week-whatever game. I think it was
3: against Buffalo. Like, who cares? Yeah. Like, I think maybe a few weeks, like, left in the 2014 season. I think Cle- Sports Illustrated put out a report that Cleveland did it. And this was when Cleveland was in the middle of their irrelevant <laughs> phase. And Pats they fans love said, uh,
1: yourteamcheats.com. But if you go on there, every <laughs> single team, every single team has – some kind of like the
3: Flake Gate, whatever it may be. I so like, always, always, I don't know remember. if I got shown you this one, but um, I think I've definitely shown Jake. But I have this list on my phone of every time and a Patriots player has been, been Oh arrested. yeah, I remember that. It's 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 long. There's been a ton of arrest ar- arrests, and um, it's like all the different scandals that they've gone through, and it's some of it is just like the best one is when Darrelle Revis, uh, came from Tampa to um to hear, and um the jets were like oh you definitely tampered for him so the nfl opened this minor investigation and then through that investigation figured out that new york was actually tampering um so the jets actually got fined
0: yeah like, which is I,
3: which is the most jets thing.
0: i'll i'll always remember the, an interview i think it was josh miller the punter on felger and mass he used to play for the patriots and the steelers and this is like back to the deflate gate thing. He openly admitted that the Patriots, the Steelers, and even back in college, they they would all like adjust the the football PSI and it was usually under the limit for most quarterbacks, some people liked it over the limit. And so that like everybody did it and
1: Yeah, I, I, the, the I, Aaron Rodgers said that he was like I go over, which is like if you're looking at the rules the rules don't say when you go under. It says when you tamper with the air pressure in the ball. So it's like, yeah, where's the yeah? But it, it's funny that like here we are in 2019 and we're still going over and rehashing deflategate because of like what a big deal they made it when it was such a minor deal.
3: Exactly. But
1: any any time the NFL suspends anybody, us Patriots fans will immediately go back to that that year and that suspension, especially what? when it's Tyree Kill. And he's about to go report to training camp and play full season.
0: Yeah, what's his name? Who intercepted Brady in the AFC Championship game versus the Colts who Oh
3: Dequell, Dequell, Jackson. DeQuell Jackson. He yeah, said yeah. that.
0: Yeah, he openly yeah. admitted that it was all bullcrap. crap. He didn't feel a difference in the ball. It was just it was all oh, the Colts night. organization just making a yeah. fake complaint.
1: Yeah, I'm sure the Ravens are involved too. The when when John Harbaugh was like
0: Complaining about the
1: rules, and Belichick just yeah. said, "Read oh, the yeah. rule book,
0: the formations and stuff." Yeah, he for. was like,
1: "Read the rule book," and then I'm sure he called up uh, Urse and was
3: like, "Let's get him."
0: Yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me one bit.
3: Urse is a psycho, though. He's a, yeah. the <laughs> <weirdest> <laughs> he's a legit runner. psycho. Yeah, for sure. All right,
2: is just, it DM time? I. What do you want? What do you want to finish say, it Joe? off? Go for it. Yeah, yeah. I just think to conclude it, it's the NFL is proven time and time time and time again that they are consistently inconsistent with their punishments. Consistently inconsistent. And, and then you got like Brady, let's say he act he they knew about it, let's just say they're <laughs> guilty. They tampered with footballs and where unfortunately we have to compare that to people like Hill and Greg For Hardy real? who endangered people on Tyree mm-hmm. Kills, a woman and a kid. We have to compare those two based off of how inconsistent the NFL is with their punishments and the... For
1: real. And also, it's not like... Um, not like Hill hasn't, like... It, like He's not like he has no, like, questionable... When People would always put this with the Patriots. They'd be like, well, they have a questionable past. They're a repeat offender. Same with Josh Gordon. Like, he's a repeat offender. In college, Tyree killed, like, choked and punched his pregnant girlfriend. Like, the dude... Probably not a model citizen. So... When, when I mean, people come out and start saying that he <clears throat> broke his kid's arm or was being abusive with his kid, I tend to might believe
3: that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just when Joe
3: Mixon when Joe Mixon was coming out of college that video that got released in like the diner and oh yeah, they, yeah no one cared and it didn't affect the teams because they're like oh it doesn't matter he won't get in trouble for this because we're the Bengals if we take him what are they gonna do suspend Joe Mixon no one cares about him and just. Yeah. It, it, it's tiring to say that it's a witch hunt, but I mean compared to other things that have happened, it seems
2: like a witch hunt it's not as far-fetched as it sounds, it's really not
1: mm. it's always about the logo on your helmet, not the name on the back of your jersey when it comes to suspensions
2: true, there you go, that's a good way, to, a good way of putting it, alright, on to the DMs let's do it alright, All right, first DM, hold on when will the dynasty end and a complete rebuild will take place
0: so, I mean I I think it was Greg Bedard who opened up like came up with the top like we talk, was talking about it that what if it was gonna happen next offseason because of like all the draft picks they got and plus it's supposed to we're supposed to have a ton of cap space and we have so many people like Brady going into like a contract year. So he like opened up the pos- like what like the what if. It were to happen next year. I personally don't think so, but...
3: Three more years, you see how Edelman and Brady go for the next three years, depending on how you do in those next three years, maybe sign them to one-year deals. They retire. I say Belichick stays more than that. See how he can play out with Stidham if he's not gone by then. And then I say we're going to be like a middle-of-the-road team for a few years. Not going to be as great as we are, but we're not going to be the the bottom feeders
0: i think i mean like it depends on like the if we can get the next guy too that's yeah, what it's people, all about
1: people always ask that like any like when you're a patriots fan like, people always say to you, like oh you just wait three years and you're gonna be bottom you're gonna be a bottom feeder but like the patriots have consistently for 20 years now found the answer to everyone whether it's been like when Will Fork leaves, someone comes in and replaces him. When when Welker leaves, it was Amandola, Like whoever these guys are. So like I know that Brady and Belichick have been the constants, but what's to say that there's not like a replacement plan to Brady and a replacement plan to Bill and the Patriots just keep on? Maybe obviously not having the greatest quarterback in the history of the game to yeah, be we- under center, but still like there is some level that makes me believe that there will be a there will be a backup plan or a replacement plan that that's all laid out because. I don't believe for a second Bill would ever just leave the team and be like, "Well, you're it's Josh McDaniels' problem now, or whoever yeah. whoever it may be." Like th- the draft picks, this the young talent that's all stocked up because there's a vision for the future. I don't think Belichick ever thinks two years down the road. I think he thinks ten years down. The road.
0: Yeah, remember, exactly. remember they almost remember the story that came back up the other day about Baker Mayfield almost coming here because we almost yeah yeah like that that one that really is like. Mind blowing, to be perfectly honest, because cause so many things almost happened last off season to for, for that to happen, like Gronk being traded, Cooks tra- yeah. was traded, yeah. Uh, then uh, then a tr- trade like th- what two or three first round picks for uh, the number one, the number two spot. We had two, so yeah, two right. two first round picks. And yeah, it's were, all like, these they, like things that
1: could have could have happened. That yeah, and went- plus
0: like. The Gronk thing didn't happen because so, he Gronk made sure that didn't happen. So like that a, so that meant and like it could have been like two first round picks and like a veteran player.
1: Yeah, it's like a whole timeline where it's like if we had gotten Baker, we'd go one way, but we didn't. So so Baker's not the plan now. It's going to be someone else. And like yeah, I'm sure that's always always how it has. But so maybe this coming year it's from or it's two years from now he's making some move to get like Lawrence, whoever it may I don't know whoever yeah. it may be. But there's there's a plan in place. I don't think the dynasty just is gonna stop and then we're immediately four and
3: twelve. It's either a slow process. Yeah. No, yeah. Grant brings up a good point. It's it it over the Belichick's gonna make one move in the next few years that it's not gonna affect us in the long run no it will affect us in the long run it's not going to affect us in the short run but in the Mm -hmm. long run yeah it it helps that one of the positions that we're going to be missing at such as receiver when Edelman leaves depending on how Nikhil Harry does tight ends ultimately um quarterback in hopefully never but um I felt like Baker would not have been a good fit for New England, because we're never used. Like, I mean, we're never used to those flashy college players. That, it's you know, it's are. funny because
1: like when those reports come out, like I don't know how much I like believe in them because like I it very well could have just been like Belichick picking up the phone, calling Dorsey, and just being like, "What would you be willing to get?" And it's like, does that story end up getting? Does that get blown up to like the Patriots were going to trade for number
3: two or what was like? I don't yeah. know how how willing the it Brown could would be a- been. It could be a plan by Dorsey. Just tort Dorsey could have made that up, saying, "Oh, Patriots are trying to move on from Brady, trying to look for Baker, trying to start this whole situation, just like the yeah. Gronk situation last
1: year." Yeah, that's true. You never know, like what what those things. But it is interesting if they were they were trying to move on.
2: True. But getting back to the part about like us being in good hands after Brady and Belichick. Honestly, if the Kraft family is still owning it, if. Yeah, Jonathan's
1: uh, the heir to the throne over there, I'm sure. Right.
3: I mean, if the, um, if
2: the crafts on the team, it's always going to have a happy ending. So. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then I doubt he stays, but if we can hold on to Casario and Josh McDaniels, and then I'd really trust those three to be able to find the next guy, whether or maybe he's here, maybe it's Stidham. And then if Stidham's there, yeah. I really, really like our chances going forward. I think Stidham
0: Stidham has to be at least better than Hoyer and
2: Etling. No! Jake and I have been on this.
1: We're Brady, Hoyer, Stidham, Etling, right?
2: uh, Right now, yes. Down the road? right now. Hopefully, yes. Okay, right
0: right now, fine. Right now, fine, because he hasn't proven anything yet.
3: But so, uh, yeah. Let's say you put in Hoyer for this season, and then you substituted Stidham in for this season. Stidham would have a far better season this year than Hoyer would. Just because that Hoyer... they only brought him back because he was a veteran that knew the playbook. He was, he had chemistry with Tom and they needed a backup immediately. And he was just released by San Francisco. Stidham is going to be, there's no expectations for either of them, but Stidham, it sort of like I've been watching his college highlights. He's, he's sort of like Brady in the fact that he's got a semi strong arm, but he knows when to like make those, those short and mid-level reads. Um, So I'd say he'd, He'd fit better than Hoyer, who just at this point is just there, just in case the worst case scenario happens,
0: which almost happened last year too with the MCL sprain. Oh, See, Jesus that,
2: Christ! That's, that's yeah,
0: a, that's the scary thing. Like we don't have like a a defined like next guy yet, like or even like someone that's like decent. Like let's say we don't know because we don't know about Jared Stidham just yet. But yeah, like
1: Stidham, like I've watched a lot of Stidham being like a Georgia fan and like watching the SEC, and like Stidham has had his most like, I was like, this guy's not getting drafted.
0: Yeah, so, it's like, because, like, I mean, Brady could go down, like, with one hit. Like, with one hit, he could be done for his career. It almost I mean, that's happened, what happened on that, on that, on that pass uh, against Tennessee. How that, dumb uh, would that have been? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was at yeah. that game.
1: That would have been the worst.
0: Oh, my God. And he luckily, he it just sprained it. But what if, what if he tore it? Yeah. Like, oh, my God. We or have like Brian Hoyer. I mean, he, he, to be honest, he probably would stay out there anyways, Brady. But the worst comes to worst, we have Hoyer out there for the rest of the season. But
2: then
3: then if you, if you go down that route, you're looking at a completely different season right now than you have uh, weeks back. Because then you have Hoyer going. You're not going to make a deep run in the playoffs. Yeah, Mahomes most likely is winning Super Bowl.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
3: Mahomes is looking at the number one team in the AFC. And exactly. You're yeah. just gonna go down. Brady's gonna have uh, coming off an MCL tear. Who knows at this point? Yeah. But you would. You, that would be the the end of the dynasty if if yeah. if he tore. The yeah. MCL. The only
1: way I think. Yeah, that's a good point. The only way that it comes to an end is if it comes to an immediate halt.
3: Oh like, yeah.
1: Like something like that, because then it's because we haven't had that happen where like a major piece has just become like gone. Like it's Besides- just. Venged, yeah yeah but like even with gronk like i feel like we knew, like if, if belichick was willing to trade him there was some backup plan
0: yeah, yeah. He, i mean plus we won the super bowl 51 without him right. it's like we, yeah, we yeah. knew how to win without him but like it made it a lot easier to have
3: yeah he's he's important the situation win, not necessary yeah, yeah. yeah. this the situation with gronk is that every year you would get hurt and we'd be like oh well he'll fight yeah it. every year we would we we'll see go how the season with the back every year and you'd see him just hobble and you'd be like oh whatever and then they'd shut him down or you'd get re-injured, and you're like i'm upset but i know that we can make a deep playoff run without him and he'll most likely come back healthy depending on whatever
0: i think um, it helped that he was a tight end too cuz like cuz tight ends aren't like as important as like receivers i feel cuz like the i mean i feel like, system.
3: Yeah, because I mean, like. Because when they had Hernandez and Gronk in his prime, uh-huh. that was oh, that yeah. was their main focus. That's true.
0: But, like, if we were like down a tight end, we'd just throw, we'd have Edelman and Amendola to throw to. And, like, tight end isn't, like, the number one thing on an offense, or, like, the one, number one option. At least, he, at least he usually isn't. But, I mean, I guess when Gronk here, he kind of was the number one option for a little bit.
3: But. Cisco, right now, you got Kittle as their only option.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
3: What
1: Mark what's his name? Uh Marquise Goodwin?
3: Ah <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean he's just blazing. True. He is yeah, he went to the Olympics, right? Was
2: he in the Olympics? Yeah, that yeah, that sounds yeah.
1: right. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah.
2: All right. You ready to move on to the uh next DM? Yeah. Let's Let's do it it All right. Next one is about Sony Michelle. So is Sony Michelle a career back or will he stay in New England for only three to four years? So do you see Sony Michel as a long-term – it's tough to say with a running back, but a long-term piece for the Patriots going forward? I want to yeah. say yes.
3: I, wanna say he I is. want to say yes. I want to say yes, but I feel like he's going to be one of those players that check either cuts or trades a, yeah. year, a year early uh, rather than a year late. I agree with you. If then. he consistently showed injuries this early in his career, he's most likely going to get rid of him knowing that he has Harris. Knowing that he might keep Burkhead, um, knowing that depending on how the the preseason goes, Nick Brissett, if he makes the team, um, but I, I Belichick know, like because he did this with Ty Law, Ronnie Harrison, Will Fork, um, he knows when to get rid of a player, a year. Chandler early Jones, probably the late. best Chandler example Jones. in the last few years.
1: Yeah. Um, it's it's always like I want to say yeah, like you were saying, I want to say Sony's going to stay. You want him to be here. You want him to be like an Edelman player but it's always a safer bet to say that they're gonna leave because yeah. rarely do you ever see anyone stay and especially a running back it's like i i don't like i couldn't imagine the day where belichick puts up the money for a running back was such an expendable position
0: here's a question for you guys do you think sony michelle was a first round talent yes that people
2: I, that's debatable. Yeah, yeah
0: that's like because I'm not so sure I I mean, feel like he's more I'm of a incredibly
1: biased on that but yes All
0: right. I, <laughs> I mean like I feel like he's more of a second round back because he's not like one of the explosive backs like uh, Barkley I mean no one's like Barkley but
2: a Todd or, Gurley or a Todd Melvin Gurley. Gordon yeah or Elliot I agree with Jacob I, I think he was more like uh like mid second ish talent I mean, looking back now, he looks like he's first round. He was first round talent. Sony Michelle is like
1: one of the best playoff running backs of all time by the numbers. How good of a true.
2: postseason he had. True. That's true. He's can't, the greatest. Can't dispute greatest the numbers. He would not have had a
0: hundred. I mean, a thousand yard season if uh, he didn't get hurt either. So. That's
2: true. If he
1: he was he missed like two. He missed the Jacksonville game.
2: The no, he played the Jacksonville game, but he missed the entire preseason. As a rookie and week one, and then was thrown in to the offense week two, like against Detroit, and that's incredibly hard to do.
0: And like I feel like the offensive line played lights out in the run game too.
2: All right. So for the last DM we got uh, from Mason Dubo: When Gordon's back, will he have an immediate impact? Absolutely. Yeah. No question about it. I agree. He's too talented. to He's just too talented, and he's even more jacked than he was when we last season. It looks from his Instagram, exactly like the uh, the videos and pictures of him working with
0: uh, Brady. See, that's the thing. Like, I feel like he's training, like he's he's expecting to come back, or at least try to come back. I
1: definitely don't think there's a doubt that he is going to try to come back. Like, yeah, there. It's not like like. Brady has been in wherever. When there was a video and the pictures of them working out. Like they are doing everything that they could within the limits of a suspended player. Yeah, and to, honestly, to try I, to come back.
0: Honestly, and I don't think there's, I don't think that's that much of a long shot for him to come back either. Like, I mean, especially like, not after
1: this Tyreek thing.
3: Like he has. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can, From Josh that, Gordon can just go to the he can just go to the league and say, look, I'm I'm clean as of this point as we know so far at, at least all we know of and then just say look what you did with Tyree Hill there's evidence there's somewhat of evidence here why am I allowed not allowed to play and, he's, yeah. and he is and see what see what goes from there
0: plus I think aren't isn't the NFL about to like take marijuana off this the illegal substances list or something like that it's
1: like pushing toward that point yeah, but I don't know if to. they're if they're going the to the NBA yeah, is, because was so yeah yeah, and the NBA will probably be the first to do it.
0: Because I mean, like, it's like it doesn't like change how per- a player performs. It just right. It's not like,
1: a performance enhancing drug. So, so yeah, then-
0: they're
1: they're nearing toward that. But like, think about the receiving core. If we did like that's such like the push over the limit. If we oh, have Josh, like it becomes like. Your one one two three being Edelman, Nikhil, Dorsett, to being like Edelman, Gordon, Nikhil, like that is oh, such a and You have Gordon and, Harry. Have and Gordon Demary, and Demary is... on both sides. Oh, yeah. And then Edelman and in the slot. Oh my Thomas. God. We did all that camp talk, didn't even mention Demaryius Thomas, and he <laughs> ends up working out.
2: That's true. Yeah. Imagine if he's even like 70% of what he used to be, and you exactly. throw him in as the number four receiver. Yeah. That's... That's ridiculous. It's a hell of a receiving core. Oh yeah. Right.
0: That's like that's like a top what like five ten receiving core. For sure. At least fusily, I think. Yeah. Um, if you Josh... have
3: prime if you have prime Demarius Thomas and then Josh Gordon oh, yeah. back. I don't think you're gonna get prime to Demarius Thomas. Three. But... Oh, yeah, yeah. You're not gonna get prime Demarius Thomas, but if you can at least get if you can get half of what prime, he used to be. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just as that's a true. four, then then Bell. well I mean, even if he's not even that good, Brady will find a way to to make him useful for what he is
0: throw a fade to him i think really is all you really need to do like i feel a... like
1: people forget how important josh was last season like everyone like because he only played like a few games but he basically salvaged the season oh, yeah. and like with how weak our receivers were last season he came in and, like, made us a playoff team, and he's the reason. Like, he is as much of a reason as anybody that we won the Super Bowl. So if you put him back in, like, an offense this year that is not, like, it's much more advanced than last season's offense, it's, it's, such, like, it's such a dream to have.
0: Oh, my yeah. God. Josh will thrive if he comes back. I, right. He's going he's gonna to eat. That's for damn sure.
1: And you want to talk about, like, a, 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 a replacement to Gronk? You don't even have to replace him at tight end because all you're trying to do is replace. You're trying to replace his production, and you're yeah. going to get that between Nikhil and Josh. Like You're getting that, those receptions. You're getting those touchdowns. You have your big body in the end zone. So like that's, that's how you go about replacing Brock is getting him back.
3: Exactly. And all you he really, did, he all did you're really replacing it. is his blocking.
0: Yeah. So, Speaking of that, I, what the heck are we going to do at tight end? Oh so, yeah. Jesus! All right, Wait we got week... to
2: touch on the tight ends real quick, and then we'll run oh, yeah. it so, <laughs> Wait for week four for Ben Watson. Yeah. That's a <laughs> week. Yeah, five. exactly. Because you got Lacoste, but you have no clue what he's going to be. Ryan Izzo, you just he might not even make the team. Do you think and Belichick then... is done with tight end, or do you think he's still got something?
0: I mean, what what's the name what of the guy we got from that? Denver? Lacoste. Lacoste. Yeah, Matt oh, yeah. I keep forgetting his name for some reason. But, uh, uh, he, he. Uh, I've read up about him and he's a solid, he's good, not great. You can probably get something out of him in the passing game. But, as a run blocker, I don't know. I don't think he's that good.
3: You can search Malacos. It's like, the first thing is he had like two insane catches on one drive, I think against Pittsburgh last year. Yeah. And made this one catch for a first down, and then he caught like a touchdown between two defenders. And I mean, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh just gets used, like a Scott Chandler.
0: <laughs> they can't Jesus. cover tight to save their life. Yeah, That's... they can't cover Matt LaCosse. <laughs> <laughs> they, they can't cover Chris Hogan.
2: <laughs> yeah. Jesus, Good Chris God. Hogan screwed How my, Hogan fantasy my fantasy
3: team. My fantasy team. Oh yeah, that that touchdown. He's
2: wide open. But anyway, I've never
0: seen someone so open ever in my life. Like that was like wide open. You were
2: waiting for there a wasn't, defender. To there come wasn't on a the defender
1: screen. in forty yards.
0: <laughs> that's just ridiculous. I just I saw that and I was laughing the entire time.
1: Yeah, and then that was about the only offense we had for the rest of that game. Yeah, that, that yeah, was pretty much. To watch.
0: We're not talking. Yeah, about it'll the it'll, that it'll be interesting
1: though because we've we've always uh, just dominated Pittsburgh with the tight end. Like that's been kind of the uh, thing that pushed us over against them. So, like, this year, this is the first time we're playing Pittsburgh in, a, like, a, a good bit without Grog.
2: Yeah, that's true. But, anyways, so I would say Lacoste is a lock to make the roster a tight end. Yes. Is anybody yeah, else a sure. lock? Uh,
3: maybe Often. Izzo. The dude from Germany, because um, <laughs> I guess he's part, of that, he's part of that international list, whatever, so he's, like, a 91st member of the team. Oh so yeah, he's just like an eleventh member of the practice squad. So I guess he's a lock.
0: What round did That's you get true. Izzo in? The I want to say 6th. Oh, seven.
3: Seventh? I, six, oh, seventh. Then, seventh? The, uh, I think there I don't
0: know. The-
1: yeah, Izzo was a seventh.
0: Oh, then I have. Then I don't I'm know if he's sure. a lock. But
2: he uh, I don't know. I want to say like Stephen an- Stephen Anderson. Stephen an- I don't know Anderson. Stephen. Yeah. Oh was yeah. On, he was on the uh, he was on the practice I'm squad last year. And then they activated him for the playoffs, but he was inactive all the games. I want to say he makes the roster, but, like, he – I don't, I don't know. think Bill's
1: done. Like, I'm thinking some kind of late, like, like what he did with Jacoby to get Dorset, Like, something like that. To just make, like, tight ends, like, viable. At right. least until week five. Maybe because he's got Burkhead taken around somebody. somebody, I don't know. Right, right, right. If we we're talking about Burkhead earlier, some like if is he that kind of in the bubble, like I mean, you're not gonna get a ton for Burkhead yeah. being I think he's going into contract year to, within within range of it, so it'll be interesting.
0: Yeah, maybe like Burkhead in a draft pick for maybe a tight end or something.
1: Something. I just don't think I don't think we're Lacoste and Anderson and Izzo is gonna be that depth chart. Like there's just
0: I feel like lacrosse, lacrosse will get us through the first 4 weeks. And then I think Ben Watson will make it m- make it like make it we'll make maybe it work you, for the rest. Yeah, of the maybe, yeah. maybe what you
3: could see, maybe what you could see happening is Indianapolis who already has Doyle and Oh Ebron. yeah. You, I I'd assume that the Colts would want to keep on Ebron, maybe trade Burkehead third fourth round pick cuz we have like a
2: Plethora of picks for next year. Try to get Doyle. I don't know. He's he's a. I would honestly love Doyle for this team. Last year, he, yeah, he's
3: <laughs> he's just a solid he, player. He's just he's he's a good player. He'll probably fit in the system easily.
2: Yeah, well, and he can block and, too. Yeah, there's it's not, gonna, you're, not gonna, sure. you're not
3: gonna. You're not gonna lose anything by giving away Burkhead.
2: Right. Because honestly, a tight end. Like Jack Doyle is way more important than a third or fourth running back. That's very Because, good. Trump pick. All right, that is all for the first edition of the Yo Soy Fiesta podcast. I hope you all enjoyed. Make sure to follow our pages on Instagram. This is all for now. See you guys later. Bye. See ya. See ya. I'm crazy dog, uh, Like I'm Brady dog. Uh, for the
1: city, for the squad. Going crazy dog. Uh, just like Brady dog. Uh, like I'm Brady dog, I'm the goat. Rock a show to the Brady song. Who gon' get it done? Who gon' get it done? For the city, for the squad. That's a stupid pun. Just like Brady dog, like I'm Brady dog. Tom Brady.